Good morning. Today is Thursday, November 17th, 2022. There are many Jews who think that Jewish law does not permit donating organs after death, like donating a heart, lung, etc. And while there is a difference of opinion among the greatest rabbis, there are many of the greatest of the greatest rabbis who not only permit it, but consider it the highest mitzvah possible, saving the life of the recipients. And these rabbis include Rabbi Moshe Feinstein, Rabbi Ovadia Yosef, the chief rabbis of Israel, and many, many more. This is the opinion that I advocate, and it is crucial, in my opinion, to publicize this widely so that all Jews know that this opinion is legitimate and strong and exists. And it is the opinion that I choose for myself, should it be relevant, to donate my organs in accordance with Jewish law. Now, of course, that's the key in accordance with Jewish law. The main issue is determining the moment of death. To harvest an organ, excuse me, to harvest an organ while the donor is still alive is an act of murder. And that is prohibited even if it is to save another life, even if the donor is God forbid, terminally ill, will only live a short time, but if that person is alive, cutting them open and taking out their heart is still an act of murder. The standard these great rabbis use is brain stem death. Now, please do not confuse this with brain death. Brain death is a very common term that is used. It is an imprecise, non-medical term, and it can mean different things to different people under different contexts. Brain stem death is the precise term, and it means that the part of the brain stem, the core, the top of the spinal cord, that sends the signal to the heart to beat that that part of the brain stem is dead irreversibly, so the heart cannot beat on its own, then, according to these great scholars, the patient is dead, organs can be removed to save the lives of recipients. One donor can save the lives of up to eight recipients. There is a new method of choosing when to harvest organs from a dying patient. And this has been publicized pretty widely, but what I want to share with you comes from an article that was written in uh, the Gazette a couple of weeks ago. It was written by Sharon Kirky. It appeared first in the National Post. And she describes a procedure known as NRP, which means normothermic, regional perfusion. Now, NRP as a standard 
for deciding when to harvest organs from an organ donor is already legal in some jurisdictions, in the United States, for example, and other places. It is not yet used in Canada, but there is growing discussion of it, and, as I will explain in a moment, <coughs> excuse me, I fear greatly that it may come to Canada, and I'll explain why. So, NRP means that you have a patient who is not brain stem dead. Their brain stem is working. The brain stem is sending signals to the heart to beat. So according to Jewish law, that is a living person. You can't do anything to harm that person. But, but this patient is a patient whose prospects are grim. And a decision is made in the hospital, this is not in accordance with Jewish law, but a decision is made to withdraw life support. So life support is removed, and then it's like the patient is connected to what is basically a type of a bypass machine. The major arteries supplying blood to the brain are tied off, they're closed, they're clamped, and the, the, the donor is connected with tubes to a machine. So the blood, instead of going up to the brain, it now goes outside the body into this machine where it receives oxygen, where carbon dioxide is removed, and then circulates back into the body. It's really like a bypass machine. And the idea is... <clears throat> that by cutting off the brain flow to the br I'm sorry by cutting off the blood flow to the brain the patient is now dead according to brain death criteria I'm putting that in quotation marks but it's due to the actions of the physicians in order to procure the organs In other words, according to Jewish law, it is an act of murder. But the blood is flowing in and out of the body through this machine so that the organs remain healthy enough to remove and donate into another patient. But the patient, the donor, is alive according to Jewish law. It is the doctors who are causing the brain stem death. As I said, in the U.S., more and more transplant centers are incorporating NRP, but listen carefully because this is unbelievable. Some of them with out obtaining specific informed consent that this is what is happening, that this is the criteria and the procedure that is being used. Now, proponents of NRP say the deceased body, I'm quoting Dr. Arthur Kaplan, who wrote an important article supporting this, he writes, the deceased body 
is ethically manipulated using technology to permit organ recovery, but the body remains dead. Let me translate into the terms of Jewish law. We're murdering the patient. Regarding how much families should be told, he wrote, informed consent is not just dumping all details on grieving, traumatized families. It requires giving morally relevant information in a sensitive and respectful manner. Well, yes, I would agree that informed content mean, informed consent means giving information in a sensitive and respectful manner. But I don't think it means omitting the fact that the doctors are causing the brain stem death in order to remove the organs. <clears throat> As you can well imagine, NRP has enormous potential by increasing the number and the quality of organs available for life-saving transplants. Yes, that is true. But the question is, at what moral cost? I would say, at what spiritual cost? Jewish law calls this murder. According to all authorities. And the problem from my point of view is that it risks adding confusion and adding skepticism when even those cases where organ donation is permitted according to Jewish law, it muddies the water. People start to worry about, well, what standard are you using? I heard that there's this other method. Maybe the whole thing is wrong when lives are at stake. I saw something for the first time. I've never seen this before. <coughs> a matzeva, a monument marking the grave of someone who's passed away. In just a few words that we engrave on this stone, we encapsulate a person's entire life. I've never seen this before, but I hope to see it more frequently. So this was about a year ago. It was December 3rd, 2021, Gavri Benson, I don't know that person, a Jewish person, he passed away. And there's a matzeva, a monument on his grave. <coughs> and it says, Chaim Gavriel, his Hebrew name is Chaim Gavriel, Ben Avron Shimon, the son of Avron Shimon, Umisha Kela, his mother's name is Misha Kela, Chav Shvat I'm sorry, Lamed Kislev Tavshim Pebez. He passed away on the 30th day of Kislev, 5782. That was December 3rd, 2021. And then the inscription continues in English. Gavri Benson, son, brother, grandson, nephew, cousin, friend, halachic organ donor. Wow. And below that is an inscription which is so much more literally true than we often find on these inscriptions. 
an eternal source of light and life and love. Literally, an eternal source of light and life and love. I did not know this person, Gavri Benson, but may his soul ascend to heaven with the merit of having saved the lives of others. We have to be very, very careful about these details, especially from the point of view of Jewish law, because it relates to life and death for the donor and for potential recipients. My friends, I want to wish you a great day, and I look forward to seeing you soon in person.